Hi, I'm Katta Bestimone. I'm founder of SoulEvolutionCenter.com. Its mission is to help you evolve into your best life. Welcome to my program, Soul Evolution Center Show on Blog Talk Radio. I, I hold this radio show on, uh, on some Fridays. Usually what I do is I, I share information that is extraordinary or, or that I feel guided to share to help um, my community. And today what I'm going to do is talk about two out-of-body experiences I had on May 20th, 2017. From time to time, I'll share some of my extraordinary out-of-body experiences. I had a spiritual awakening in 2017, excuse me, in 2009, and uh, from that I developed heightened extrasensory perceptions and heightened uh, psychic senses. And then I made a, a, a drastic career change from the corporate world to founding SoulEvolutionCenter.com. And uh, I learned that I could receive information telepathically from time to time in my mind, in my own thought voice. And so I was able to share some channeled messages from light beings that exist in uh, different frequencies or dimensional realms. And from that, I was introduced to the reality that there are uh, different dimensional realms, that the earthly plane, the one that we are existing in today, right now, is just one level of frequency for a dimensional realm, but there are infinite number of dimensional realms. And with many people with their current level of physical senses and non-developed psychic senses, usually uh, we are not able to tune into these other realms out at will. However, when we are in altered states of consciousness, sometimes during deeper states of meditation, and also that time before you go to bed when you're uh, relaxing just about ready to drift off to sleep and also when you're just about to wake up uh, in the morning those would be considered altered states of consciousness where your mind is more fertile and you may get glimpses or visions or even have whole storylines playing out uh, where you are in another dimensional realm and so many of my out-of-body experiences where i visit dimensional realms and interact uh, occur during my sleep state and, and this incidence has increased dramatically since my spiritual awakening in awakening in 2009 so something happened a shift happened in 2009 and from that I was able to uh, view my experiences so you can say to other lands and other existences and so the the uh, out of body I'm going to share today uh, one of them uh, occurred um, during my sleep state in the early morning. And I, when I woke up from it, I checked the digital clock on my nightstand and it was roughly about 4.02 a.m. So it ended about 4.02 a.m. And what I did then upon waking is review what happened, the steps that happened, um, so I could retain this information to record later uh, for other people's learning and education. And so I woke up from this uh, out of body at 4, at 4 uh, 03 a.m. this morning. And what I want to share is that uh, I call this an out of body experience in a, a dimensional realm that's familiar. And it actually occurred in my childhood home um, where I used to live in a, a, on the second floor of a house. And many of my out of bodies occur in this setting. It seems to me, and I'm hypothesizing here theoretically, that 
this is a, a setting that's comfortable for my subconscious for these type of interactions. So the setting again occurred uh, at my, my childhood home. And what happened was I was in my bedroom, which is a frequent setting um, for auto bodies. And a, a person who I haven't seen in pro uh, perhaps about uh, 34, 35 years appeared and he was a visitor and I was so surprised to see him. He was actually a person, uh, a young male that I used to work with when I was in college and we both worked together in a sporting goods retail store and we were both night managers. This is the job that we had to put ourselves through school and make some extra money. And so he just uh, appeared and materialized in my bedroom and I knew it was him. He, he looked a little bit older. Uh, he looked actually a little tired. And I realized that he had come to say hello to me and welcome me. Now let me give you some uh, background on this. I haven't, uh, I haven't thought of this, uh, this uh, you can say my fellow uh, college student, uh, friend in many, many years. We weren't that close, we were, we were friendly, but we never had a, uh, a long lasting relationship, never kept in touch after college, et cetera. And so to give you the setup and some background information that is, important and, and essential to understand why I'm even talking about this specific out-of-body, why I'm bringing this forth to you, is that uh, I, my family and I recently are staying in the Northeast. We usually uh, live, live in the southern part of the United States, but now we've uh, decided since last year, since 2016, that we'll be spending some time in the Northeast uh, during the, the summer months. And so this is the second season we have done that. And so I've noticed that when, when we come to stay for a period of months in the Northeast, I have different types of dreams. I have uh, different types of out of bodies that are, uh, that are the, whose setting is mostly in this area. And I tend to interact with aspects of people's consciousness, people that I know from this area. It's like my subconscious shifted to another geographical location and now I'm having other uh, interactions uh, specific to this uh, geographic area. And that's what happened. I mean, I haven't, uh, I haven't uh, communicated with this a college friend in many, many years. And here he is, he appears in my out of body in, uh, at my childhood home to welcome me back. We've actually been back in the Northeast now for about two weeks. So I haven't been here that long. And I realized in this out of body that he had come back to welcome me. And I thought that that was very sweet and he was being hospitable. And I felt uh, honored about that, that he remembered me. But let me tell you, we have many levels of consciousness. And so I interacted with his level of consciousness, um, his different aspect. It's not the same consciousness that he's currently walking around on the earth now. Where, uh, it was another level of him. And many times in these out of bodies, I'm interacting with other levels of people's consciousness. But I know it's specific people because I, I recognize them from their essence. They might look physically the same, or I just have a clear cognizance, which is a psychic sense of knowing who they are. So uh, this young man, Steve, that was his name, his first name, um, came to wel welcome me. And I started talking to him. I asked him, about uh, if he was still at that job that 
uh, we used to work together in college, you know, that was many years ago. And he said, no, he had stopped working there. It was, a, you can say, a continuous conversation. And he had familiarity with what I was asking him. He had a basis. This aspect of his consciousness did. He didn't look at me and say, what are you talking about, Katie? You're crazy. I don't know, I don't know what, you're, what you're saying to me. He had a recollection. And, um, and so I even asked him, I said, are you married now? And he said, uh, no, and he had been in relationships, but he said he wasn't married. And I believe he said he didn't have any children. So I told him I was very happily married and I had a daughter and I do have, that, that is true. And, and then my daughter actually walked into the bedroom and she presented herself, that level of her consciousness as younger. My daughter is older than what she appeared in this out of body. In this out of body, she appeared to be perhaps five or six, and in reality, she's much older than that. And so that's another tip I want to share with you, that sometimes when you interact with human beings that you know in these out-of-bodies, they actually may not be even the same age, and they may actually look physically different. And that's happened numerous times with my daughter. She usually appears much younger in her toddler years than she is on, in, in reality. And um, again, um, this young male, Stephen, um, he did he physically look very similar, except that he did look very tired. He had bags under his eyes, um, but he was still very physically similar to uh, how I remembered him when I knew him in college. And then, uh, and so those are two tips I want to give to you that uh, sometimes you're out of bodies as you travel physically and you change your locations or you actually move, you'll have different types of engagements with different people from that area in your dream state. I think that actually is very profound and that's um, an interesting uh, caveat about out of bodies and I share that so you can learn as well. And, and so an interesting thing uh, when I was in the bedroom talking to Steve and sharing a little bit about what I had done, basically my being married and having a daughter, I, I realized that in the bed, my bedroom there was a crib and I knew that, that it was the crib of my daughter, that when she was younger, she slept there. But now that she's older, she doesn't need to use her crib anymore. So what, what, had, what had been done was the gate uh, on the side of the crib that you usually take you know, the, the baby in and out of was totally down and it had been made into a seating um, a seating arrangement where there was two pillows and you can actually sit on it like a, a recliner or a sofa. And I was showing Steve this and I was actually laughing because I thought it was hilarious that we, we started reusing the crib as an extra chair in the bedroom. And so I was just having a sense of humor and, and um, la laughing to myself about whoever had done that. I did not have a re recollection of that. And so um, and what ended up happening is he actually ended up sleeping over and it was almost like the out of body kind of fast forwarded where I didn't, uh, I wasn't lucid or there wasn't any transitory steps. So all of a sudden now it's 10 of five in the morning AM. I remember that. And, uh, and I remember that he was taking a shower in our bathroom and my older sister had come into the bedroom and we were all waiting to go to the bathroom. To the bathroom to use a shower there's only one bathroom in this apartment and it was morning time and we we're trying to get ready for the day and I realized that Steve was already using the shower and being uh, and and just being let's say a gracious host I wanted to let him use the shower and not 
because he was our guest for the night and it would have been a very mean of me to uh, not give him, you know, the, the availability of using the shower first. So uh, there was those type of thoughts going on in this out of body. And that's what happens during out of bodies. You're, you bring your thoughts forward and hopefully if you are lucid, which means you can remember retaining information in the morning. And that was, uh, the, these other details about the side of body, which I'm not gonna share, because I feel like they're not relevant and, uh, and, they're, and they won't be useful for you. So for this, main, for this specific out of body, I just want to share how um, an aspect of my college friend had come to me and welcomed me uh, to this uh, new area that I'm in currently in the, in the physical plane. And so uh, it, that was very touching, touching to me. And that was the first time since I've been having out-of-bodies uh, since 2009 where I had this type of experience, okay? Um, all right, so the uh, next, uh, so then um, after falling back to sleep, after waking up from this out-of-body, I had uh, another extraordinary out-of-body experience. And I, I, I'm going to present some of the more essential details here for your learning and in this uh, out-of-body experience I became lucid which means I started remembering details and I found myself in an unfamiliar room very plain room and an unknown area and I, I noticed um, there were light bands coming from the ceiling uh, to the floor at a 45 degree angle uh, and these light bands were maybe two or three inches wide, and they were very, let's say, organized. Um, they had straight lines on both edges, but they seemed to be coming from the ceiling down. And these, there were about three of them, and the light bands were very, a uh, very unusual color, almost like a, a deeper pink, not a carnation pink, light pink, or bubblegum pink, uh, a deeper pink, a vivid pink. And because I've seen these type of light forms before and out of bodies, especially ones that are horizontal and they look like light bands, I, I'm very, um, very aware. And they usually represent some sort of healing energies that are being sent from, you can say, uh, the source of the universe. And so right away, I knew these light bands were extraordinary. And I start moving very quickly toward these three light bands about 10 feet away from me. And my goal and intention is for me to immerse my body in these three light bands. And what I noticed is as I was moving toward these light bands, my, uh, my, my two siblings were there. They were actually at the receiving end of these light bands. My uh, sister was there and my brother was there. And so I noted that they were already receiving the healing benefits of the, these light bands. They, they were in a slightly reclined position, let's say at a 45 degree angle, uh, back uh, angle. And these light bands were just simply coming into their chest or um, their heart. For my brother, there was one, like you could say dark rose colored pink light band going directly to the middle of his chest, right into his heart area. And because I'm familiar with chakras, I, would, I knew that, that he was receiving some sort of healing, light healing energy in his heart chakra area. 
And again, this band was going right into his heart and it was about 10 or 15 feet long. And then it was coming out from the ceiling of the, um, of the room. And I noticed for my sister, she had three light bands that were this darker rose, rose hue, and they were all going into her solar plexus area, the area around her midriff, her mid-torso area. And I noted in the outer body that where the light band, where, where the light bands were coming into her body was different than for my brother. And so she had three, uh, these two to three inch wide light bands um, hitting her mid torso. I believe it was one on the left side of her belly button and two on the right side. And then as I, I peered closer into her midriff area, I noticed uh, scattered around her belly button area were thinner, uh, thinner, I want to say quartz. Uh, there was maybe four or five of them, and they were maybe only an inch in diameter. And they were had risen up uh, maybe two or three inches from her abdomen. But it looks like the tops had been cut evenly. The tops of these cords sticking out had been sliced on the top. And I noted this. And there was no pink energy light bands coming from here. So even in this outer body, I said to myself, she cut her cords. She cut her cords in her abdomen area, and I, I am seeing them now in this uh, in this uh, dream or in this out of body that I'm having. And to be honest with you, I do believe she had shared with me in the, on the physical plane on the earth that she had done a cord cutting ceremony in regards to a significant relationship that she had had in the past with someone of the opposite sex who had been a, uh, an intensive romantic relationship. And when that ended, she had cut, she had done a cord cutting ceremony and cut the energetic cords to this, uh, to this male being, male physical being. And in this hot body, I saw clearly that there had been cords cut in her abdominal area. And so I, I found this very fascinating, uh, and it's very unusual to have out of bodies where you're given glimpses of the energetic anatomy. I mean, I'll only speak for myself. It's only happened a handful of time, handful of times. And so this is a very unusual uh, out of body in terms of seeing these healing light bands and their effects and their locations on other people, my sister and my brother. And so what I did, because I knew that these light bands were important and they were healing, I just ran right into like two or three of them and the light, two of the bands hit my right hip. And it's funny, now that I'm analyzing this dream upon waking, I, uh, I have been hearing telepathically, because I, I shared earlier in the program that I receive information from time to time in my, own, in my mind and my own thought voice, I have heard telepathically, your hips, your hips. And so that was a, a precursor for me that perhaps in the future, if I'm not aware, if I don't take due care, if I don't do the right exercise, uh, I may have some um, ailments with my hips or, or something like that. that. That is the way I interpret it. So that in the stream that these two healing light bands hit my right hip, it, it was very revealing. And then what immediately happened upon these light bands hitting my, my hip, uh, which I did intentionally, of course, to receive the energy healing. 
uh, color frequencies have a multitude of healings depending on the color and the frequency and the, and the wavelength. I believe in that. I integrate that into my life almost daily using different colors and crystals and in my, cho my choice of apparel, etc. So when these light bands hit my hip, immediately something extraordinary happened where the whole out-of-body just went to slow motion. It was like we hit the button and now everything was in slow-mo. And this has never happened before in an out-of-body for me, so this is unusual for me. And now we, uh, we were, I'm, I'm going to call this and categorize this, this out-of-body as one that had psychic phenomena, unusual psychic phenomena. And uh, the last one I had like this has been quite a long time. I think it's been over a year plus since I had an out of body where there was healing light bands and I, I was a participant and recipient of that. So it's been a while. And um, so this makes me feel that in reality, there's changes going on in my 3D life. And I have been doing a lot of energy work on myself. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, to become perfect, whole, and complete on a physical level. And and so uh, the whole scene went to uh, slow-mo, and next thing you know, I'm slowly rising, and I, it's like I'm scaling the wall. <coughs> Excuse me. And as I'm slowly rising involuntarily, it's like some force is lifting me slowly up the wall, I notice uh, – a beautiful ro dark rose colored cloud to my right and it seems to be full of glitter and sparkles and it was so beautiful and because of ex I've experienced these encounters with light phenomena out of bodies I know they're very important so I, I take my right hand and I put it through this beautiful uh, dark deep rose colored cloud and the rose the cloud disperses and reacts to my engagement with it and then, um, and then I'm continuing to uh, slowly rise up the wall in slow motion, and I start traversing the wall, all the walls of the room. And I, and I know in the out-of-body that I'm having an extraordinary out-of-body, that this is one of psychic phenomena. And that's one category that I've developed personally to help me understand my out-of-bodies and the type of out-of-bodies I have. And I share that with you, that this is a sort of mystical, psychic-type out-of-body. And so as I'm moving slowly around the top of the, um, where, where the ceiling meets the top upper wall, in slow motion, I'm saying to myself, this is very extraordinary. And um, this happens for a few seconds. And I realize my sister and my brother are still in the room. And they are looking at me, and they know something extraordinary has happened, that I'm having uh, some sort of uh, spiritual gift development. A new gift is being given to me. And I tell them to start taking out their iPhones and start recording and making video because this is so unusual. And I have a knowingness in this out-of-body that I, I received something that was imparted to me that was extraordinary. And that from this point on, my life is going to be very, very different. And, and I don't really like to share this, but I'm going to. But the words that I, I felt were that were coming to me during this out-of-body was that I was going to become famous. I was going to become well-known. And uh, I don't really I, – I, I want to keep myself humble, and I don't 
really resonate when, when my clients or my students have illusions of grandeur. And I try not to live my life that way, but in this out of body, I had a knowingness that this was gonna like set me apart from everybody else and that I was gonna be no, well known throughout even on global areas in the global world. So, um, so there is other details about the Sada body, which I'm not going to get into because um, I don't feel like there's relevant teaching points. And um, I just want to share with you too that uh, to give you some correlating uh, details and how your Sada body can support uh, what you are experiencing in your day-to-day -day physical life that afternoon before this out of body i took a meditation um, in the mid-afternoon and it was a longer meditation perhaps about an hour i didn't fall asleep but i was going in and out i was in that altered state of consciousness and during that afternoon meditation i received two specific visions that were highly unusual um, when I'm meditating, I, I, I do work on getting very relaxed and watching the imagery, the visions, the symbols, whatever comes into my third eye, which is in your mid-eyebrow area with my eyes closed. So as I'm meditating, I'm, I'm remembering to keep my focus there without having exerting a lot of energy because that will just kick you out of your meditative state. You can't be using force. So it has to be done very in a very these very fine nuances, but I've, I've learned since 2009 how to uh, maneuver in that meditative state and to hold my lucidity even as I'm getting very, very relaxed and almost feeling like I'm going to sleep. Because during that, those key few seconds or those few minutes right before you think you're almost going to uh, go into sleep is when sometimes you receive amazing visions clairvoyant images in your third eye. And so I received this image, I received this vision during this meditation. And it started off with, I heard this loud, loud sound and it felt like something had come into my head or my crown chakra. And it was such a loud sound, I would say it would sound like it was in full stereo. That's called clear audi audience, where you actually hear things that aren't there but you're hearing them on those psychic levels. And I heard this loud noise, like a big thud, and it was something coming into my crown area in my, uh, my head, okay? And next thing you know, I receive a vision. And I see that my whole front of my body is being encased in a, short, in a, a, a sort of armor, or uh, I, would say, I wanna say lightweight armor from head to toe, some kind of thick, uh, non-penetrable um, encasement. And then I saw I had another piece. This encasement was broken up in two pieces, once for the frontal and the, and the second for the back. So when you put the two pieces together, my physical body's in the middle, it formed it was a total meta almost metallic-like encasement. And I, then I had a vision, I saw that they were some sort of beings. I didn't see their pictures. They were sort of grayed out. They were bolting uh, and using those riveters to bolt nuts and bolts along the casing so that my casing would stay together 
with me in the, in the middle of it. So they're doing some sort of attachment. And, uh, and I was like, I was very surprised. And then I heard the word catharic. And catharic, let me tell you what catharic is. Some of you may know. But there's a level of your auric layer. It's known as a catharic level. And that level has the perfect energetic imprint for you. Okay? Everything there is perfect. So what I've been doing over the past year and a half um, during meditations or when I wake up in bed and, uh, and I'm awake in the middle of the night, with my intention using visualization, I will say I'm bringing down the, my catharic imprint and I'm overlaying it over my energetic body so that the perfect blueprint is being uh, transposed over my, my not-so-perfect blueprint so that I could uh, correct any imperfections, any, any flaws, etc. So I've been doing that myself totally through imagination. And, but this is the, and so I never felt that I had a deep connection that the catharic layer was actually being transposed on, on myself for healing. But this vision that I had during my meditation today uh, showed that something did happen. And when I received the vision of that encasement, which is the word I heard telepathically, from full head to toe, uh, front to back, and it being bolted on me for uh, to be solid and to be uh, substantial, and then I heard the word catharic telepathically. So I have a feeling, I'm sensing that this encasement that I was shown clairvoyantly during this vision is my catharic imprint. And, and all that pre-work I had done the past year and meditations from time to time, finally something happened and um, prog I'm hearing telepathically progress was made. And I'm hearing telepathically I've been accelerated. And so uh, I just want to share that to show you how you may receive visions during meditations and how these visions are actually a window and they're showing you what's going on on different consciousness levels, subconscious levels. So I was very pleased even during my meditation, even though I, I stayed very calm because I'm still meditating and I want to see what else is coming forth for me and I don't want to disrupt the meditation and get booted out. And so a short time after that's hard to say, maybe 10 or 15 minutes, it's hard to say. Um, I received another vision, clairvoyant vision during this meditation when I was in my living room in the mid-afternoon meditating on the couch. <clears throat> I received all of a sudden in my third eye, in that space between my, your mid-eyebrows, I saw it would look like uh, a cylinder, a thick cylinder of like clear quartz crystals. They seem to have some strains and uh, let's say variations, but overall pretty clear white quartz. And I knew it was quartz because you could tell by the texture of the material. So this vision was shown to me in my third eye. And then right in the middle of this clear quartz, almost like rutilated clear quartz with strains of other materials, um, there was a bright, dark pink let's say spot or color. It didn't have a specific form, but it was right in the middle. It looked like it was starting to bleed out into the uh, clear quartz area. And right away when I saw that in my third eye, this vision, I said to myself, I think that's my pineal gland. 
your we, we every human being has a pineal gland. It's a small, like pea-sized uh, organ or gland, and it's located in the middle of your brain. And in many metaphysical spiritual studies, there are beliefs that the pineal gland is really a, a strong psychic sensor and for center. And for many people, the pineal gland is dormant because they're not using or they're not awakened and they have a razor consciousness or it has been solidified or calcified by excess calcium from the diet. <clears throat> and so a lot of times the pineal gland is not working properly for people or, or it's just inactive. And when I saw that burst of pink amorphous color, dark pink in the middle, I realized during the meditation that there's some sort of activity, new activity starting in my pineal gland, some new activation. And I was having these thoughts during the meditation, but still keeping very calm. And then I heard telepathically in my own thought voice, pineal. So that was affirmation and validation to me that, that indeed I was viewing my pineal gland, even though it might have been being shown to me very symbolically through looking like a, a, a quartz crystal, even though in some studies, fields of study and, and knowledge, they do say your pineal gland is a crystal. Uh, so uh, the reason why, the, when upon waking up, uh, well, the reason why I'm tying this together with the earlier auto bodies is that I'm, I was, there seems to be a consistent color being shown, and that was that dark rose um, color that was in the energy light bands from, from my outer body, and that was also appeared in the center of my pineal gland that looked like it was clear quartz. It was the same shade of like dark rose. And so to me, that's, to me, all putting all these pieces together like a detective uh, is showing me that something has happened in the past day and my subconscious has picked up on it and delivered it to me through these visions, clairvoyant visions during meditation and also during this out of body uh, with the light bands. And so using these type of techniques, you can uh, tune in and become aware of things going on energetically on subtle levels. This is the way you receive insight and also understanding about um, the progress you're making if you are working on your spiritual development. Um, and I usually teach those type of topics at my, at my center. So I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope I have imparted the important information, some of the points I just want to reiterate that I, I feel uh, would be helpful to you is uh, just in general, the power of color healing. And uh, uh, that each color has a different significance and will uh, will address a different type of uh, emotional uh, or energetic healing. And, and for me, in this episode that I'm sharing, it had been the, that dark rose rose color. And also, I want to share how your out of bodies can change and how um, when you change your physical location, um, you may experience a, a low, um, uh, interactions with people in that in that location and um, also I want to uh, reiterate how you can receive visions and images during meditations if you are relaxed enough uh, and you're open enough and you're keeping your eyes on that third eye area with your eyes closed 
and um, trying to maintain that altered state of consciousness without totally drifting off to sleep. Um, and another thing I want to add to, uh, I want to correlate is that somehow what uh, I want to uh, stress that what you're doing in the physical world to help yourself for healing, emotional healing, for self-improvement, whatever it is, does have a carryover into these out of bodies and these other dimensional realms. But of course, everything's related. If you believe in unity consciousness, what you do here has ripple effect over there. It's the same thing. What I'm doing in my physical life to help myself to expand my consciousness is rippling into my out of bodies and my meditative state. Uh, another thing I want to share, another takeaway that I've been doing is in the past uh, month, I've been feeling guided to put rose, to make rose quartz elixirs. Uh, rose quartz is a, a crystal of light pink color and it vibrates to the vibration of love and compassion for self and for others. And so I've been feeling guided, I've been feeling a push that I needed to bring more self love into my field and love for others. I, I need to have more unconditional love on a conscious level for, for people. I work. Uh, I would like to work on that. So I figured I'd use these tools. And so I made, I've been making water elixirs with rose quartz and uh, drinking them. So that has been another new change that I have made in the past month, an additional spiritual technique that I've integrated to my life daily. I also put it into my, um, my sports water drink. Uh, the rose quartz and so I feel like all these influences had culminated into the sada body that I had this morning and the visions that I had um, in, in my meditation just that afternoon before and let me just give you a, a, a warning uh, and a, a disclaimer uh, I did my research when making the rose quartz elixir there's certain crystals that you you shouldn't be immersing in water and that you shouldn't be drinking those that have a copper content, for example, because copper can be poisonous to the human body in large amounts. So you can't just willy-nilly put any type of crystal into a, a liquid vessel and drink it. You have to know the type of crystal it is to make sure there's no toxic uh, side effects. So please make sure you do your proper research uh, before uh, making a crystal elixir. Okay, with that, I hope that has been helpful for you. I would love to hear your feedback, any types of visions, um, you've received during meditations, any extraordinary out-of-bodies where you've experienced psychic phenomena, especially with lights, with light bands or with uh, light clouds like I have. Uh, together, by sharing, uh, we learn together and we can grow, grow together. As always, I wish you well on Namaste.